Welcome to episode 10 of the One Life Podcast. We are your hosts, Chris and Jenny Graby. Our mission at One Life is to inspire you to take risks, dream big, and to live your life on purpose. Episode 10. And today is episode 10. We, we are made it. 10 episodes old now. Man, it's been Here so cool to hear all the stories and have amazing guests. And today yes. is no different. Today's guest is the amazing, creative, and talented Andrea Howie. And man, I am so excited for everybody to hear this interview. Yes, Andrea Howie is an incredibly popular hand lettering artist and she's very humble and modest in our Mm -hmm. conversation but she has worked with so many people anyone you can imagine in the christian world for sure christine kane lisa bevere now the gravies and now the (laughs) (laughs) gravies but you can tell i mean you go to her social media she's got 20 plus thousand people following her and so she she really is so humble and it's just so encouraging but i mean her story is so powerful yeah you guys are gonna love her story what i love about it and what i hope people take away from it is the hope that she offers because we hear from people so many times saying, you know, I want to make an impact in the world. I want to do something great. I want to serve people, but I have no idea what I'm good at or what I would even offer. And I love Andrea's story because she wasn't looking for something. She was going through really a hard time in her life and she sought after God and he gave her this gift that she didn't even know she had and he blessed it. So there's just so much hope in that. You never know what God has given you to do. Absolutely. I think this is going to be such an encouragement to so many of our listeners out there today. And so, so glad you guys are here. It is a really good one. And with that being said, today we have a special offer from Andrea herself. Yes, super excited. She has extended 15% off over at andreahowie.com. You can use the code ONELIFE, and that's good for any art print or greeting card that you buy there. Yeah, it's some great stuff. So make sure you guys head on over there to andreahowie.com and get ready. This is an amazing interview. Here we go. Andrea, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you, Chris and Jenny. I appreciate it. It's such an honor to be here with you. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it was neat when we met. Gosh, how long ago was it, babe? Uh, was oh my like goodness, eight or I'm, nine years, something like yeah, that. I can't no, it wasn't. It's been, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Was it nine years? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, what I remember is Chris coming home from church going, have you met this Andrea girl? You've got to connect with her. She's incredible. I was like, no, I haven't. So the next time I went to church, I remember finding you and going, yeah, he was right. She is indeed incredible. And we just became fast friends after that and led Bible studies together. Mm -hmm, and. Yeah. All the girly things. All the girly things. Yeah. All the yes. fun girly things. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good season. Yeah, it was it was great. And it's been neat to watch your story from really from social media and see all that's been happening in your mm-hmm. life. And so before we get to kind of this main thing that you're into today, I want to kind of take a step back and, and tell our listeners a little bit about your story, your faith journey and how you got where you are today. Sure. Well, I grew up in a Christian home, have wonderful parents, wonderful brothers. Faith has always been a part of my life, and I've never never actually have turned away from the Lord. And and I know that that's not everybody's story, but it is mine. And it's just a really precious thing that for whatever reason, the grace was on me and I just stayed with Him. And so I, I'm so grateful for that. And um, probably it feels like my story has been pretty, I don't want to say boring, but nothing really <laughs> challenged me in life until several years after I graduated from college, was working a full-time job. And I feel like, I don't want to say my story started here, but it's really the point in my life where 
I really encountered God in such a powerful way. And it was through a season when my dad was diagnosed with cancer. He was diagnosed and straight away it was stage four cancer. And so, you know, it's just, wow, what do you do with that? And there wasn't even a whole lot of, you know, signs leading up to it. It kind of came out of nowhere. And so for me, it really shook me to the core because, you know, especially when you come from a world where your life is, you know, you go through hard things. Everybody does. But I had never really had something really come that close to wow, okay, so I love you, God. I believe that your word is true. And yet here we are in the midst of this illness, the sickness that I'm just watching. Really, my dad was unrecognizable through this, the process, just what cancer did to his body. And it was such a hard, hard season. And so out of that, I was really challenged in my faith. And I never came to the point where I was questioning God or blaming God. But I was saying, okay, well, God, if you are good and if your word is true, I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to figure out what it looks like to stand on your word and on your promises and believe you for something that seems impossible in the natural. And so during this season, I really began to just dig into the Word, dig into the Bible, and find scriptures that pertain to what we were going through and what I myself was going through, what I needed to stir up in my faith, really just latch on to hope that God is a promise keeper and that His Word is true. And so I was doing this, and I started handwriting these scriptures out, and it turned into something that I didn't even know at the time. It was called hand lettering. But that's what it was. It it was really rough at first. It wasn't very pretty at all. But God was using that to draw out something in me I didn't even know was in me. And like quite literally draw out. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was during that season that he began to bring this gift to life in me. And it was before hand lettering was really a big thing like it is now. So like I said, I didn't even know it was called that. I had to Google, what do you call pretty handwriting? So I was like, I, I think there's a name for this, but I don't know what. And I discovered it was hand lettering. When was this? Give us a timeline. When did all this yeah. kind of start to happen with your dad and how, how fast did the cancer go? When did he pass? And, and when did you start this journey? So I would say in 2012, that's when he was diagnosed. And it was a pretty quick battle. It was just about eight or nine months or so. And he passed away in February of 2013. And it really was a hard time, but I will say that God demonstrated His goodness and His faithfulness in our family in ways that nobody can tell me God didn't come through for me. Nobody can tell me that God wasn't there. There are just some things in this life we just won't have answers that wrap up in a pretty bow that make sense on this side of heaven. He's just so good and faithful, and I can say that having walked through some, some harder times through that process. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. So Andrea, so I want to talk about this ministry that God's brought you into. Girl, it has (laughs) blessed my socks off. I mean literally socks just came right off. It was flipping their Instagram. Whoa. I you know, I was telling Chris before we got on, like on more than one occasion, I will see something that you have posted and I literally say out loud to God, How did she know? How did she know? (laughs) It just stops me in my tracks and it literally reaches through that screen and just Mm. speaks exactly the word I need in that moment. 
moment. And that is only God. I mean, only God, only God can do that. So talk to us about how you started doing this because you were not (laughs) planning for this. You had no no idea God would use you in this way and put his hand on this. So talk to us about how you found it and how you started walking in it and kind of the path that God brought you through. Sure. Well, like I said, I wasn't looking for it. I didn't seek out to start a new hobby or develop some skill set. So God really did truly draw that out of me. And and it came about, you know, I was saying, you know, my dad passed away in February of that year. And at that same moment of time, God was bringing this to life. And it was like this juncture in time where the worst, literally the worst week of my life, the week that my dad passed away was also the week that just some things that God was doing, it just became so clear, God, you're bringing this to life in a supernatural way. And it was this excitement on one hand and grief on the other colliding. And so I knew, I just knew, God, you're doing something with this. So let's see what this is. Let's, I'm up for it. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do this. <laughs> and so from there, I just began continuing to just write out scripture, posting it to Instagram, and just sharing my heart, sharing things that the Lord was speaking to me, things He was teaching me. And I didn't know what this was. I didn't know if it was going to just be a personal online journal <laughs> through Instagram, yeah. if you will, right? or what he was doing through that. And I think even now, today, I'm still in that process. So even going back as, as a young adult, I was an encourager. Like That was one of my spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And so I think that God took something that was innately part of who I am and then began to put like a framework around it. So this became like my purpose in life. So hand lettering and encouragement together, and then just listening to what he wanted to say to me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like you say, people read it and they're going, man, this, this so resonates with where I'm at right now. This so encouraged me. And really, it's just God's heart to us. He's speaking to me. And so I'm sharing out of that, but he's speaking to you and what he's wanting to say to you. And it comes across in a thousand different ways, which how he does that, I don't know. But it's just beautiful to get to be part of something like that. No, that's so good. You know, um, I'm going to need you to take a second and explain to some people out there because sure. I know there's guys out there listening going, what, what is, is hand lettering? What do you mean? Because I, I have hands and I have let, I can letter. I can write a letter. It kind sure, of explain. Of tell of us what hand lettering is. Sure. Well, hand lettering is basically like drawing words. It's similar to what you'd think of when you think of calligraphy. That's a very much more formal way of just creating beautiful art through through words. And so hand lettering is a little bit more of an informal process than calligraphy, but it's essentially just drawing letters. It's and it's just a way of, of making words beautiful on paper. That's amazing. That's a great way to say it. And it's it's truly an art form because I'll yeah. even look sometimes and you'll you'll have music playing in the background while you're drawing. And so it's just uh, it's it really is a neat process yeah. to kind of watch and see it unfold. Now, let's mm-hmm. talk about a little bit about your social media following. You've got close to looks like 20, almost 23,000 people following you on Instagram. How did that happen? Like, did you mean <laughs> to do that? Like, I, mean, I still don't even know how how that happens. And it's very surreal. And I I don't take that lightly. I, I realize that there's, you know, numbers are just numbers, but at the same time, it's become a, a sweet community for me, really, of just friends that follow along and everyone, we all need encouragement. And so this has become a platform and a place where I've been able to just share encouragement and it's created this little community. And so I love that. But no, I, I didn't, I still don't actually know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I'm just a girl on 
on Instagram is really what it comes down to. But I will say that I've understood that God really has given me a measure of influence in this place, in the, in the Instagram space, in this platform. And so I really try to honor that space and not use it just for any old um, whim that comes across. You know, I, I love funny jokes and all kinds of funny, you know, memes and everything like that, but it's not a place for that. You know, right. so I try to steward that space well and say, God, this is yours. You've entrusted mm-hmm. me to steward over this voice, this space, and it's social media, but it's what he's given me. It's what he's put in my hand. Right. And so I look at that as a real privilege and honor to get to speak into people's lives. Yeah, that's so good. Tell us, Andrea, about, so you started just writing things out that meant something to you. You know, you're going through this with your your dad being sick and, and you really started just sharing what God was showing you through the scriptures and through books you were reading. How did it go from something that you were just writing and sharing to this full-blown business? Uh, you know, that's really, it's such a good question. I I can't take credit for it. It's just what I knew God had put in my hands to do. For many years, when I first started doing this back in 2012 and 13, I was still working a full-time job, Mm -hmm. loved it, really great, and um, doing the lettering and sharing on Instagram on the side, doing some freelance work for different ministries and things like that. All of that was on the side, and it just came to a point where I saw God was continuing to grow it. So I knew that there was going to come a point when this needed to be my focus. I needed to be able to give my full attention to it, to see what God wanted to do with it. And so it was a huge faith leap to leave a full-time, steady paycheck every couple of weeks, leave that and step out into this unknown. But it's it's been worth it. It's harder than I thought in some ways, but it sure is sweet. I sure do love it. It's just been the faithfulness of God. I've just been showing up, doing my part. And he's met me there. That's so good. You know, here One Life, the whole idea is we're helping people step into the dreams that God Mm -hmm. has for them, really help them take the risk. And it's funny, this theme that we kind of keep hearing, it's like, yeah, I had a full-time job. I was comfortable. Life was good. Mm -hmm. I enjoy. And I think sometimes people go, yeah, I really didn't enjoy what I was doing. But like we we saw you were were thriving. You were serving. You were really making an impact. But it's kind of one of those things like I can't sleep because I feel like and know I'm supposed to take this Mm -hmm. risk and take this journey. Exactly. And I would love to just hear maybe even some of the motions or the decisions you had to make or even the people maybe you talked to along the way to help you kind of take this risk. And what have you seen on the other side of it? Because I know you're right. You're in the midst of this of building this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes people go, oh, yeah, it's all roses and whatever. You know, you <laughs> you are on a journey yeah, and right. man, one day can be it can be a Jekyll Hyde situation. So just kind of walk us through that and, and what that looks like for you. Yeah. Well, I was working this full-time job. It really was a great job. It worked with wonderful people and still love them, still in in such today. But there was um, just a stirring within me that I just knew that season had come to an end and it was time to step out and see what God wanted to do. Even I didn't even have words to articulate what that was going to look like. I didn't know if it was just going to be a business. Was it just going to be freelance work, hand lettering? What? How do you live off of that? You know, there were so many unknowns. Right. But yeah. I really prayed through it, and it wasn't a hasty decision. In fact, I may have overstayed even where I was, mm. but but I don't think I did. You know, I, I know it was really the right timing. But I remember making the decision, and then talking it through with my employers and we set up a plan for me phasing out. But it was in that little interim season where 
it was already a known fact. This is my end date. This is when I'm leaving. And that kind of feeling of, okay, wow, I'm going to do this, right? I am going to do this. It's already done. Things have already been put in motion. So this is happening. And towards the last few months of when I was working there, I worked in a building that had been a remodeled Victorian home. It was beautiful, had this huge wraparound porch. And I had gone out on the porch one morning before work. I'd gotten there early, had a cup of coffee and like birds are chirping. There's wind (laughs) chimes and like this perfect, beautiful setting. And I I had this thought crossed through my mind when the enemy was saying, look, you're about to leave all this beauty. And for what? Like, what are you even doing? Do you even know what you're doing? You're going to step out. You're never going to have a place again where you feel like this contentment, this just beauty and and I just thought, what a silly strategy for the enemy to try to get me to, to hold back. Because the enemy is always going to try to intimidate us from stepping out and doing what we're called to do. And he'll use the silliest things to try and make us doubt and question what God's called us to do. And so you just have to know that there are going to come things along the way that'll make you want to question, am I crazy? Am I doing the right thing? Like, this is safe. This is content. This right. is... This is a, a safe place and I'm about to go out into this big unknown. Like I don't even know what's ahead. And it was just such a, a reminder to me that like obedience is never going to be lost with God. He's never going to let us down. He'll never fail us. And so sometimes it is just taking those steps by faith. It feels like a risk, but mm-hmm. with God, it's not. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. And I can guarantee you it's not going to be easy as I'm <laughs> right. sure you've experienced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've had multiple conversations just in the last couple of days, different ones that were saying, shouldn't it not always be so difficult? Like, shouldn't we have like some moments where we feel like we're sailing through? And I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I'm not going to give up. Like, I know this is what I'm called to do. And so there's the joy in the journey. Just say, okay, God, you're in this with me. Let's see what comes next. You're with me in this. You're going to help me figure this out. Holy Spirit, I know you're going to tell me what to do and teach me the way to go. Absolutely. Oh, I love that so much. Such a huge story. And it's so important (laughs) for our listeners to hear that there's always that moment, right? We all have those where we're going, what in the world am I actually doing? Mm -hmm. You know, did I, did I hear from God? You know, there's those questionings that come and on the other side of it is where we cling to God and he just proves faithful every time. So I love that you said that. So good. So I want to ask you a question though, Andrea, because I know there's people listening and what I want people to hear in your story is the hope because a lot of us, look at our lives and we want to impact the world around us. We all want to Mm -hmm. make our mark. We all want to change the world with what God's put inside of us to do. But I think a lot of people go, I don't have anything. I don't know what (laughs) I have to actually do. And I love your story because it offers so much hope in that you were not planning on doing this. You did not go to school Mm -hmm. for calligraphy. You did not set out with a plan. You just had a heart for God and a beautiful relationship with Him. And you just said, Lord, if you can use anyone, you can use me and look what he Mm -hmm. has done. So talk to that person for a minute who's still struggling to find their purpose, find their calling and kind of offer that hope to them. Yeah. Well, I would just say, you know, I didn't know that hand lettering was a thing. So I, I could never have anticipated that that's what I would have been doing. When I look back five years ago, not in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that this is what my life would look like. But I did know that there were some things that I was naturally good at. And so just if you feel like I don't I don't know of a, a skill set that I have per se, well, just look at who you are as a person. For me, as an example, I was good at encouraging. So 
Maybe it's just writing notes to people. And who knows that God may not turn that into a ministry. So just look at, you know, who you are today. You know, God is going to use that for a purpose, but it's hard to know what that's going to look like right now. And so sometimes we feel like because I don't see the big picture, it's hard to know if I should press forward in this. But I would just say, stay faithful, stay constant, stay committed to what's in your hand today. Use it. And if it's not part of your purpose, God will help you course correct. He knows how to get you back on track and say, okay, that's good, but this is where I'm really trying to gear you. And so as you're just listening to Him, He'll get you to where you're meant to be. So you just kind of enjoy the place where you are today. Find out what your interests are. Practice those things. For me, those first few years, I was practicing daily. Mm -hmm. I would spend every evening while I would work full time during the day, come home at night, and I would just sit there with pencil and paper and just practice. So a lot of that comes, you know, the practicing, the developing yourself now, and then it gives him room to take it to the next level. That's so good. Kind of the themes I'm hearing in your story is one, in the midst of deep grief and pain of all that your dad was going through and you guys are going through as a family, you you discovered and heard God in the midst of that. And I think sometimes people think like, oh, well, there's no way. Well, that's when we can sometimes hear God the clearest because we need him the most. Yeah, absolutely. And then I also love that you were so faithful where you were, but it was also through prayer. You you spent time, mm-hmm. you were disciplined, you did yes. you didn't just jump off this deal. But like you said, you were practicing. You were, okay, God, what do you put in my hands? I think you're heading me this direction. And you really kind of leaned Mm -hmm. into that. Ultimately, if we all recognize that our journey is one that is constantly being crafted every single day, Mm -hmm. and that until we take our last breath, the story is not finished. There is no period on it. We keep going and keep running. And you are just a great example of that. And so you just talked about being faithful to what's in your hand. I want to take a second and just to celebrate what is actually in your hand in this company that you're running. (laughs) Tell us about it. What are you doing? How can people connect? with you. And I really want people to go, your stuff that you create, your art is beautiful. And I know people can subscribe and buy. Tell us all about it. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting to me. I've taken this last year and I've been working on doing some freelance work for different ministries and organizations, but I've really been putting a lot of work behind the scenes to bring my website and online shop to the forefront. And so I'm so excited. It's up now. You can buy art prints. I've got greeting cards. I've got a lot more in the works for 2018. I'm really excited about. And one thing that I did launch this fall is a monthly subscription. So people who really love beautiful hand lettering and art prints, it's a collection of encouraging words and scriptures, all designed to encourage the God-given courage and hope and faith in you and your everyday life. So that's one thing I'm really excited about because it gives me that outlet to just encourage all the more, just straight to your mailbox. So I really love that. And uh, yeah, so that's just what I'm doing right now. And it's really, it's so much fun, even though I will say it is, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Usually don't know how hard it's going to be at the beginning or we might not take yeah, the jump. Exactly. So I love that you are fighting and right in the middle mm-hmm. of it. So tell us where the best place sounds like it's 20,000, 23,000 other friends are following Instagram, but give us your URL <laughs> and give us your handle on Instagram as well. So online, you can find me at AndreaHowie.com and on Instagram, I'm Andrea R. Howie. Okay. Yeah, we'll link that in the show notes for you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, before we close, we're going to ask you three questions we love to ask every single guest. What is a book that's changed your life? What is a habit that's changed your life? And what advice would you give the younger you? Oh, such good questions. <laughs> okay. 
So there's actually two books. Okay. Um, one of them I really love. It's called Live, Love, Lead. And it's by Brian Houston. Yeah. And he's the pastor of Hillsong Church, which is out of Sydney, Australia. But it's his story of how Hillsong Church came to be. But the book is so full of practical, encouraging stories that make you feel like no matter what you're facing, your best is yet to come when you stay with God. It's such a good book. I've given away so many copies of that. And then another book I happen upon, it's called A Leader in the Making by Joyce Meyer. Okay. And it's really rich about just how to know if you are a leader, which you are, mm-hmm. and then what that looks like to becoming a really good leader. So those are two books that really have changed me. And so then an activity or a spiritual discipline that's impacted my life, I would say it really is staying in the Word of God. There's just always something that encourages me, always something that speaks to my situation. Truly for me, it's really made such a difference in my life. And then I'd say advice to the younger me. I think talking about taking risks and not letting fear hold you back. Yeah. And I would definitely encourage my younger self in that. In fact, my younger self as of yesterday, like, don't let fear <laughs> hold you back. I was a little younger yesterday. It. Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that's something that for me, I really have to remind myself, don't let fear hold me back. Yeah. The enemy wants to hold me back and he'll use fear to intimidate me. But God's called me onward and forward and my best is yet to come with him. And it's worth it to take those risks of faith. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and blessing us and sharing your story. I mean, what an amazing story. And as you said, and we were all watching, it's still unfolding, but we Mm -hmm. are cheering you on. And I know our audience is cheering you on. So guys, head on over to AndreaHowie.com and go buy some prints, subscribe. Let's show her how much we love her and that we support her and follow her on Instagram with her 23,000 other close friends. Uh, We can't say thank you enough for being here today. You are truly an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, y'all are so great. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you're doing. This is such a a good community and conversation for us. Appreciate you guys. We appreciate that. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Take care. Gosh, what a great conversation. Mm -hmm. I love her story. And I love what she said. Stay faithful. Stay constant with what's in your hand. Take risks. Don't let fear hold you back. No way. Not happening here. (laughs) Fear's not holding us back. I'm not letting fear hold me back. No way. I'm not. And you know what? I know you guys out there listening are going to do the exact same thing. What a powerful message that we can take with us for the rest of this day, our week, and hopefully our entire lives. And so... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every single week you show up and you listen and you encourage us and support us and it means the world. One of the things that would also help us out a ton would be if you head over to iTunes, take a second and subscribe to the podcast, rate it and review. So for that, we want to say thank you. And one of the things we also want to do is highlight an amazing review that came in on the podcast. I love it. It says, everyone ends up somewhere. Get there on purpose. Chris and Jenny share core principles to help others succeed in life no matter what the circumstances look like and he said you only get one life live Live it it well well. man so good thank you so much nick for doing that and thank you for each and every single one of you who leave a review it means the world to us absolutely and as always guys you can find all the info for today's episode in our show notes over on our website onelife.work slash podcast we'll have all of andrea's quotes from the episode the books that she recommended and of course her website all of her information on there where you can go find her on instagram and 
the offer that she has for us. 15%. 15% off for all of our listeners. Just use the code ONELIFE and go grab one of her amazing art prints. Put it on your wall and you will be so encouraged. Absolutely. Well, that's a wrap. Yeah. Episode 10 is in the books. <laughs> Thanks again, y'all, for being here. And Absolutely. remember, you only have one life. Live, Live it, it well. well.